A florist's world is filled with big-budget, Instagram-worthy moments, leaving so many florists feeling inadequate or discouraged because this isn't the type of work that they're attracting. But the bigger issue I see florists struggle with is being overwhelmed and exhausted and frankly, counting down the days till the end of wedding season. If you are struggling keeping up with the day-to-day -day details of your business like proposals, ordering product, client meetings, and then getting this week's wedding done, all while trying to balance kids, a day job, self-care, and whatever else gets thrown your way, I'm Jenny Beck, and I am going to help you feel so much lighter in your business. I believe that today you can start to change your business and your life, and I'm here to help. I used to struggle with pricing. Everyone needed a deal because I felt like that was the path of growing my business. But in the end, I was needing to do more and more weddings and my calendar filled up with uninspiring work. I came to a point I couldn't do it anymore. Through coaching, courses, masterminds, and a lot of self-work, that has all changed. I feel creatively inspired, have the resources to work on my business and not constantly in my business, all while making impactful money, being a more present mom, and feeling balance in my life and business. Whether this is your side hustle, your mom hustle, or your everyday hustle, this podcast is the place for all the juicy details of creating a business you adore. Flower friend, my name is Jen, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, flower friends. This is Jen, and you are listening to the Floral Hustle Podcast. On this week's episode, we are going to switch it up. I am going to give you a wedding season pep talk because I literally just had to give this to myself. <laughs> I, uh, the other night, was looking at my calendar and I had just met with my decorator friend and like things felt heavy, like, holy shit, it's going to get real this year again. And so then I felt like, how am I going? All these, I'm very transparent and I want people to know that everybody struggles. I was like worried, like, how am I going to do all of these things? How am I going to make sure I'm producing the content? Because I've made promises to myself to make sure that I'm doing two podcasts a week, to make sure I'm showing up on Monday Motivation on social media, to make sure that I'm showing up in my social media and interacting and creating value, to make sure I'm sending an email that adds value to anybody that's on my email list. So. And by the way, go to my website and join uh, my floral awesomeness emails that I send out every week. I spend a lot of time, I, I share the podcast episodes that are coming out and the links to them, but I'm also sharing like content in there, free guides. Uh, there's also a bunch of free guides that are on my website right now, including the pricing and the social media, the floral starter kit. Like there's just so much value that I want to deliver and I want to make sure that I'm showing up for that. So I I was feeling panic and feeling like overwhelm. And then all of a sudden, I just, I snapped myself out of it. And I said, I don't do overwhelm. So how am I going to fucking fix this? And I changed my whole mindset because I also, from last year, am going to CrossFit three days a week. And I want my kids to like, I think it's weird in school now I just like played softball and basketball and soccer and all these things and like just not a thing as much anymore. And so I'm trying to find like camps and swimming lessons, and all this stuff. And I'm like, how am I going to do all the things? So then I stood back and I was like, snap out of it. I don't do overwhelm. How am I going to fix it? What strategies am I going to put in place 
to help this feel lighter, feel easier. And then I thought, you know what? I wonder if all my flower friends are trying to figure their stuff out right now and feeling the same way. And I'm guessing a lot of you are feeling heavy, feeling like, or you could be feeling the opposite. And a very interesting thing I heard uh, about people are saying that like everything from a florist perspective feels actually a wedding industry perspective feels lighter. And the average engagement takes three years from when somebody meets to when they get married. What were we doing three years ago, people, our friends? We were stuck in our freaking houses. And so there might be a lull because people were now out socializing. They might have been online dating, but that was weird because you were always afraid probably that that person might have cooties, just saying. So there, there might be a little bit of a pause in the volume because, for one, I think the backlog of COVID has literally corrected itself. And for two, people were in isolation for a quite a long time. And that created a little bit of a sticky point that we are in right now, potentially. So I just thought that was an interesting theory to, to think that if the average engagement, which totally makes sense, like three years it's a little long to me, but I guess if you're going to spend the rest of your life, you probably should be around it for three years. It, or maybe that people moved in together way too soon because that was kind of really the only option when they started dating. And then they realized sooner than later that, that person wasn't their person. And so then it didn't move past that, that point of, oh, let's get married and move in together because they already did it. And they're like, I don't want to get married to you because you're kind of mildly horrible. Just saying. But. So let's just say even like things aren't going to where you want them to be. What are you going to do to fix it? Like that is my biggest pep talk. If you do not take action to get back on a track that feels good to you, that feels lighter, that feels, he you know, less heavy, like less panic. If, if you're getting tight in your chest when you're thinking about your business this summer, what are you going to do to get that off your chest? Because you can do something. You can make a difference. You can create a different habit, a different pattern, a different whatever by putting some thought and strategy behind it. So I was feeling like I have a lot of weddings. I have the podcast. I have working out, like all these things that are important to me. So what am I going to do to fix it? So first thing I thought of, I need to hire someone to make my graphics, to help with my social media, to help with my admin stuff, because I put a value higher than what I can pay someone on my time than what it would cost to pay somebody to do those things. And I know it's going to be a expense every week that I'm taking on, but for that three hours of time that I'm paying for, if I recoup that three hours, and it actually gets done on top of it because you know, even if you say you're going to keep doing it, then things get busy because of a wedding, then you're not doing it. Then you're really not saving that time because it's just not getting done. So I posted on social media a couple different times. Uh, and what's interesting, and this is just throwing this out there, is I made some pretty graphics in Canva and I posted them. 
But then I just did a talking stories. Like I literally just hit in stories, I hit record. And I just said, I'm looking for somebody to help with social media for two to three hours a week. I need help with Canva. I need help scheduling an email every week. Uh, I, if you want more hours, I potentially could have you help with processing and cleaning and organizing and whatever. Like I had nine people respond to that. I had one person respond to my beautiful graphics that I made that took me a while. But nine, I was like, this is so crazy. So I took action. I interviewed a bunch of people and I found a girl that is actually a photographer. So it's even a bigger bonus because she could also take pictures um, for social media while she's here, potentially, of me designing, of um, arrangements or whatever. So I found a solution to that problem. Then my next thing to tackle, I need more help. I looked at what I spent in labor last year. And I should have spent more because what happened is because I didn't want to have to worry about loss of product or not having enough and scrambling. I, I overbought product on weeks that were really busy because I didn't want to feel pressure when there was already going to be pressure. So I just overstuffed because then I'm not worrying about having to source a bunch of things last minute. But that also cut away at my profit margin those weeks. So literally, I need more help to execute weddings. So I'm not out here till 11 o'clock at night. I want to spend time with my children. I want to do things with my husband. I want to be able to go to CrossFit. So I need more help. So I made posts to, you know, share. I have done, um, you know, some of those talking videos. And literally, like, I am, you know, now inlaying the help that I need in those weeks. So is help one of your biggest issues? How do you find freelancers? I actually um, think it's a lot easier than a lot of people think. You could literally post in your stories if you have other floors following you strategically as part of that uh, whole thing to grow your Instagram or your TikTok or your Facebook, you should be following other florists because you making flower friends is also going to help grow your business, going to help you find freelancers, going to help you do all sorts of things in your business. So you need to have flower friends. You need to be following people on social media. They also might be posting that they're looking for, for freelancing work. And you can see that and take advantage of that opportunity. So that is another thing, finding the work. But then also, I thought, okay, so I'm not dealing with sourcing a bunch of crap in the middle of wedding season and trying to find it. What can I do to make that feel lighter? So I went and talked to one of my wholesale reps and said, I want to order all of this Oasis product. I want a bunch of glue. I want a bunch of all of this stuff. So I, I just, I have it and I'm not worried. I literally never ran out of glue in this glue pandemic that we have had because I am a think ahead person. I literally have a tote with probably 15 to 20 tubes of glue in it. So I never run out of glue. I am thinking ahead of time, like, like when you're on a motorcycle and I actually, I, rode a motorcycle ever since I was like 17 until I had children. I am not looking right in front of me 
You don't look in fr- right in front of you because obviously then you're not looking far enough ahead and you will crash into something. I am looking to where I want my motorcycle to go, where I want my floral business to go so that I can literally almost like know, okay, like if we curved on this road, I'm going to have everything that we need. If we curved on that road, I'm going to have everything that we need because I have thought where we are going, not this week, next week. I never deal with shit that last minute. I don't do overwhelm because I don't do that kind of stuff last minute. So what can you do to prepare for wedding season? If you know you have a ton of gold compotes that you spray gold and you're kind of having a down period until like maybe the end of May, get your spray paint, get your bowls, get your, if you're using foam or chicken wire, whatever it is, get them ready. Find an area to put them in. I have a shelf that is for pulling orders ahead of time. Get them ready. If you have bone cages for big, tall arrangements, because those are time consuming, get them ready. Like you have time, do it because now is the best time to be prepared for a successful season. But then I also want you to think that being prepared is going to help you be more profitable. Last minute decisions cost last minute charges. You're paying increased prices potentially on product. You're paying additional delivery fees. You're paying for additional labor if you have to scramble. And if you're not doing anything right now, you could be utilizing this time to kick ass and take names in your business this summer and get prepared. If you could do some organizing, you could do cleaning of your vases. There are so many things that you could just, you would feel lighter if that was out of the way. So how can you feel lighter in your business? Like what feels heavy? If something feels heavy this summer, like how could I make it not feel that way? And then take action on that because literally things don't have to be overwhelming. Get more help. It will be worth it. And I know everybody's like, I can't afford to get more help. I literally felt that same way for so many years and I just worked my butt off and then like just was exhausted. And then you just don't want to do it anymore because you're not making any money because you're always exhausted. And, you know, you're not hiring enough people to really grow. And so you're doing it all yourself. And so there's just this constant backwash of icky feelings. And you just want to, you want, I make the decision that I want this year to feel good, to feel light. And you can make that decision. I make the decision I don't do overwhelm. And like when I started thinking all of these icky thoughts, because it happens to everybody, I just, I don't do overwhelm. What am I going to do to fix it? And then come up with a strategy. Come up with a strategy to help you feel less overwhelmed. Come up with a strategy to help things feel lighter. It's going to be worth it. You deserve it because you are the CEO of your business and you make the decisions. And those decisions can help you feel lighter, can help you feel so much better at the end of the year that you're not counting down the days till end of wedding season. You're literally just looking at all of this opportunity. I hope this was helpful. I hope I felt like I needed a pep talk earlier um, this week. And if you need a pep talk, I hope this is hitting you at the right time because 
You deserve an amazing business. You deserve to be profitable. You deserve to not be overwhelmed. You deserve so much more than you're probably giving yourself credit for. So take action, build a strategy, build a plan to get rid of all those icky feelings that you have stuck right now and move forward into feeling good and feeling at ease, feeling like I own the business. I own the business that I and I absolutely adore my business. Like you should feel that way. I feel like I adore my business. I love, would I love to have some fun, funky, different stuff coming my way periodically? Yeah. But you know what? My business is pretty awesome. And I love working with the people that I love, that I work with. I love all my freelancers that I work with. I, I love being able to come on design and then at lunch going in and Hugging my my little boy and telling him, I you know, mommy needs you to pay the toll and give me a kiss. Um, and then I'm going to go back out and he can come say hi to me. Like, I love all of these things of how I've structured my business. And you can too. So start today. Think of what you can do to make this year feel lighter. And take action. Have a great day, flower friend. Friend, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you found value or today's episode was helpful, please head to your podcast player of choice and hit that subscribe button so that you can be notified every week of new episodes. And while you're there, please go and leave a review. Reviews are so important for getting this message out to all of our other flower friends. Also, if you are wanting additional support, head on over to Facebook and join the Floral Hustle Facebook group, which is a place for like-minded floralpreneurs wanting a more aligned and more profitable floral business. Flower friend, have a fun-filled flower week.